Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello once again, everyone. I am Jason Munns, the host of the Commercial Appeals American Athletic Conference Pickers podcast. This is week 10, and we are here, we as in myself, Jason Munns, the host, and our trusty Tiger football beat writer, Evan Barnes, is also in the house. Hey, Evan. Hi, Jason. Happy Halloween. Boo. (laughs) that's uh yeah for those of you who are listening to this not on thursday it is thursday it is halloween and that is when we are recording this uh the aac uh schedule uh they have a game friday night there's a friday night game uh this week it's navy at yukon i believe i believe that's the friday night game uh so we're gonna get this thing going we're gonna as every week as we do every week we pick these uh games we predict these games um, we decide who's going to, uh, we pick these games against the spread. That's what we do. That's, that's what we do here. Against we, the have, line. we have some fun with this yeah. every week. Yeah. We're more often. Well, I would say barely more often than not. We're right, but barely it's, it's not very, you know, some of us more so than others. Um, it's an inexact science. I think the term is right. It is. We're, we're, we're having our fun, but we're not. We don't work in Vegas for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 barely breaking even the two of us, and uh, <laughs> and and our good friend Mark Giannato is a little bit further behind in the standings. He's had a rough go of it, although he picked up a game on the two of us last week oh? by picking Michigan to beat Notre Dame. Oh, when Notre Dame, if I'm correct, was favored by what slight roughly? favorite? I believe. Yeah, yeah, they were favored by a few points, and Michigan ended up winning by like three scores or something crazy like that. Well, yeah, it, it this was, is this has been quite the week for Mr. Giannato. I mean, uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been quite the week for him. His his Michigan Wolverines won, right? And, and uh, won big convincingly, smashed Notre Dame. Yeah. And uh, as we're recording this, this, is the day after the Nationals won the World Series. Yes, so, our. Um, our, our our resident columnist is a native of that area. Yeah, yeah. He uh, grew up in that area and lived in that area for some time, and so he claims the Nationals, which is uh, which is good. Yeah, they won the World Series. Yeah, he's in he, seven games. Yeah, as he said, since he's left the city of D.C., he has the uh, the city has seen a WNBA title, a Stanley Cup title, uh, an Arena League title, I believe, Arena League, and now the World Series. I mean. People have said he should leave Memphis now to see what happens here, but I'm like, no, 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 not yet. Memphis has been kind of good since you've been here. Were you pulling for one team over another, or did you even care? I was torn. I mean, I, I was angry with the Nationals because they beat the Dodgers, but Houston, given everything that happened to them leading up to the World Series, I was not happy with the organization, but I like players on that team, so I was I was having a stress-free World Series. Well, I, w- I was too, but I was torn at the same time. Like, the first... Uh, well, it wasn't the first, but the most um, major league, the most times I've seen the same team play live is the Astros. 
I saw them play the Braves in two separate occasions, once in the Astrodome, once at once when it was Enron Field. I have never been I have not been since it was Minute Maid Park. Ah, yeah. So you were, you remember the ten run field days at Enron Field? I remember Raphael for call hitting one off the windows at Enron Field. I, I, I mean, it was him and Andrew Jones hit home runs in the same game. I saw Greg Maddox pitch there. I saw Tom Glavin pitch there. Mike Hampton, when he actually pitched for the Astros, not the Braves, saw him beat John Smoltz like back in ninety seven, ninety eight, something like wow, that. Wow, look look at this, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it was. I, I've got a. a Decent history going to see games in Houston, but at the same time, and and obviously I'm a Braves fan, uh, so I have to not like the Nationals, which I don't. But I covered Brian Dozier uh, in in college. He he didn't play much in the World Series, but he hit 20 homers for the Nats this year. Um, played in 130, 140 games. Played for your Dodgers last year for a little while, if I remember right. I believe he did. Yeah, Not half a season. It. Half a season. He was traded at the deadline last year, so he played in two back-to-back World Series. He's the first Southern Miss player to ever win a World Series. Had to bring up Southern Miss, didn't you? It, well, listen. I mean, he he was in the same recruiting class as my brother uh, for the base for the Southern ah. Miss baseball team, and they were sweet mates for a couple of years. So I got to know Brian pretty well, and uh, still keep in touch with him uh, to this day. So I was happy for him. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. That's cool. Yeah, happy for Brian. Not necessarily happy for the Nets, but uh, I'm glad uh, Brian got himself a a ring. That's cool. Yeah, That's really cool. All right, so enough about that and enough about Halloween. We are here to pick football games. Uh, so let's, let's not waste any more time. Let's go back to Navy and UConn. Uh, I should say we're, we're picking, um, all these games, uh, we're using the betmgm.com spread. Um, and it is Thursday. So we're using the spreads as of Thursday and there are only five AAC games this week. So it's going to be relatively uh, short. We do have two, uh, we have co-picks of the weekend, like we've been doing the past couple of weeks and we'll get to those, um, but let's start with the Friday game. Navy, and I and I should also say five of the seven picks that we're doing this, five of the seven games that we're picking this week are, you know, one team's a double-digit favorite. Uh, you know, it's a double-digit <laughs> spread. So uh, th- this should be fairly easy. I think we'll just through this really quickly. Yeah, Navy at UConn. Navy is a 27.5-point favorite at UConn, which if I'm not – Mistaken was it last week they beat UMass like put, almost put up sixty beat them pretty convincingly yeah but UMass it. is just ugh. UMass is no good so you know I I wouldn't put much stock into that but Navy again Navy's twenty seven and a half points over UConn what 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 are you gonna go with I'm going with Navy um, <laughs> it's I, on the road it's on the road I'm still taking Navy because as of right now I still believe Navy has played at a really great level since Memphis. Uh, Beat them. Although last week Navy nearly lost to Tulane, they nearly gave that game back. Yeah, they, what, what were they up at? Some they were. I up believe huge. they were up twenty eight, twenty eight seven or something. Twenty eight seven or twenty eight nothing in that game. Yeah, but almost coughed it up. Yeah, yeah, I was very surprised. But um, Navy's gonna. I I pick Navy in this. It's poor UConn, but yeah. it happens. Yeah. All right, I'm going Navy too. Uh, I should mention we talked a lot about our. our our good buddy Mark Giannato, he is absent today. He is doing his radio show uh, over at uh, 92.9, but, um, and and we have not yet, he has not yet made his picks. So uh, if you're looking for his picks, just go to our website, commercialappeal.com, and um, and look them up there. They're, they're, they're going to be right there alongside ours. Uh, okay, so we both went with Navy. Let's go to Houston at UCF. This is another one of those double-digit 
dandies. Um, UCF's a 22-point favorite to beat Houston. Wow. Yeah, 22, three, three score. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean... It's just another one of those ones where it's like, if, if anybody had predicted that, that Houston would, you know, that Houston would be such a drastic underdog in all these games yeah before the season it, it, it just goes to show just kind of how much they've been the biggest disappointment of the conference this year so and how important one player can be yeah i mean it speaks to how much again if you've if you've seen the news lately talk about just how you know how valuable college players are and everything to their sport i mean look no further than De'Ara king he gets right. we saw it last year too when uh houston he was hurt before the memphis game that changed oh yeah the whole tenor of that game so um, anyway, uh, UCF will be fine at home. I'm going to take them the, to cover this game and poor UCF, but, but, but can we, can we root for you? Can, can Memphis fans root for UCF to kind of soften up Houston a little bit? Because, uh, you know, who Houston has next after UCF. Yeah. And Memphis, which we'll get to in a, in a little bit, but yeah, Memphis gets what an extra week to prepare. For. They do. They both have a week off. So, uh, Oh, they both have bye week. They both have a bye week. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Do you want? I mean, does does it matter really who wins that game in in Memphis's eyes? Probably for, not. for UCF. No, okay. I no. All right. Well, I'm going with UCF too. Uh, Houston's just in a bad way, and that will continue. Um, okay, uh, East Carolina is hosting Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is favored to win by 24 points. Okay, this is a little tricky because ECU's home field is a tough place to play. Um, as bad as their record is, I think. It does give them some advantage. Um, you said Cincinnati, correct? Was up yeah, by... Cincinnati's a 24-point favorite. I'm still taking Cincinnati just because the way they're playing, Memphis right now needs to hope Cincinnati takes care of business every week so that game on Black Friday can be a, a very meaningful game. So I think they will cover this one too. Okay. Um, I agree. I agree with you there. Um, the Bearcats are just, you know, they're going to be way too much for the uh for the pirates from North Carolina from East Carolina. And uh yeah, yeah, it's it's all sensey on this one uh to to cover that. Um okay, Tulane, this one we get a little bit closer here. Tulane is hosting Tulsa. Um Tulsa is kind of still fresh on the mind of a lot of Memphis fans. Uh but the Green Wave are 10 and a half point favorites to beat the Golden Hurricane. Now Tulsa's a very good, very been very interesting on the road. They have that's where they nearly beat SMU. They gave Cincinnati the blues um, before Cincinnati won, um, and obviously Memphis knows that they gave them a struggle in that game. And Tulane needs to recover from facing Navy, so I'm going to say that this game will be a little bit closer than I'm, I'm going to go on a limb. I will, you said uh, ten and a half. Yeah. I will say I will Tulane wins, but they don't cover. I'm going to go with Tulsa. I'm picking Tulsa too, but I think they. I think they probably win this game, Tulsa. I, I mean, I don't know. I just I get the feeling that too much, like so much has gone just wrong for Tulsa this year that eventually the odds have to even out for them. Um. Yeah, I I just I think that yeah they're two and six, but they could very easily be four and four or five and three. 
Uh, and have wins over SMU and Memphis. Let's keep it honest. If they, can make, if they can make a field goal, they win those games. Exactly. So I think they start. It starts to catch up to them that they've that they've had a few bad breaks this year, and uh, they start winning some games. And I think, like, I feel like they're this year's Tulane. You know what I mean? Like Tulane struggled much of last season, and then they went what five and one over the last six games. Yep. So um, I know there's not that much season left, but uh, I think Tulsa starts to right the ship. Uh, and and beats Tulane here, so I'm taking Tulsa. We're both taking Tulsa, uh, but uh, I'm going to pick them to win um, for what that's worth. All right, last game, last AAC game of our uh, of our week, the big one, the prize fight, heavyweight fight. It's a big one. It is the Southern Methodist University Mustangs, number fourteen, fourteen, number fourteen. Yeah, um, coming to Memphis along with. ESPN's game day, and it's going to be prime time on national television, national, uh, you know, network uh, TV. Everybody's going to be, you know, it's going to be on so many people's TV sets in this country. And uh, ESPN's going to be here that morning, Saturday morning, as you well know. Yes. Have you had enough yet? I'm getting... Are you... (laughs) We're, as we recorded this podcast, I did get some sleep last night, but two nights ago on Tuesday night, I got about three hours of sleep. So I am pacing myself to get enough sleep as I can. But yeah, it's been a lot this week. Yeah, we've been inundated with uh, Memphis, 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 Memphis. Nothing Memphis. but Memphis, the most beautiful land in the world. That's right. So uh, SMU's coming here, 6.30 kickoff. Memphis is favored by six points as of Thursday afternoon. And Halloween. I'm, and I'm pretty sure, again, as we record this on Thursday, I'm sure that, and be curious if that line changes. It has changed a little bit, has it not? I think uh, they opened at like, what, three and a half? Three and a half. I saw five and a half this morning, I thought. So if they're six now, it's changing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's right because this game will be close. I think um, for reasons we've reported already, this game will be close. I am going to take, in keeping with our, and in keeping with our predictions on commercialappeal.com, what was your score prediction? Do you remember? My score prediction, I have to look that up because I yeah. I only saw it this morning from you um, when you posted it. I know I, I know mine was I'm I'm taking SMU because my score prediction was I believe forty seven forty five Memphis. I think Memphis wins, but I do think it's gonna be closer than that. You so. do have forty seven forty five, I have forty two thirty eight, so I guess we have to take SMU. Yeah, oh no, forty five forty two. Is my prediction. So I guess we do have to take We're SMU. We're both taking SMU on that one. What's Mark's? Mark's is 42, Memphis 42, SMU 38. So he's taking SMU as well. I think he we is. all, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's a smart play. Um, it is, I mean, you know, you have to assume it's going to be close. Um, but, in terms of who's going to actually win, I think we can. Obviously, we're all predicting Memphis to win, and uh, fifty thousand strong at the Liberty Bowl, fifty thousand plus potentially strong at the Liberty Bowl will have a lot to do with that. I believe um, that to me is going to be like the best part of all of this because that just doesn't happen. It's happened once or twice. Have we determined? Uh, as far as you know, what a, a sellout or fifty thousand? Fifty fifty thousand. So fifty thousand has happened before at the Liberty Bowl. I think the most recent fifty thousand game was the uh, two thousand fifteen Navy game. Yeah. After the after they beat Ole Miss, I believe Navy was seven and one. Memphis was eight and zero, and Navy won that game. Right. So that crowd, I believe, was over fifty thousand. Um, and I think that might be the last non-SEC crowd that was over fifty thousand. Interesting. So, um, it, I mean, but I believe I heard that those were like the only two times that they've been had 
fifty thousand north of fifty thousand at the Liberty Bowl for a non bowl game. For or and for a non SEC opponent, I believe. Ah, I see. Okay. For a non SEC opponent for a non bowl game, yeah. Because all the other top games that have drawn like fifty, sixty thousand involved, I think either Ole Miss or um right. another SEC Tennessee. team. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. So the crowd will be a big factor. It'll be awesome. It'll be we're I'm excited for it. I know we're talking about how Jota how tired we are, but I'm excited for it. And you know it's Cotal Race season. Oh, that's right. Has Mark talked to you about that? No, he has not. But I forgot last year he well, he broke out the corduroy. Well, I'm just saying if you whatever whatever you need to do to to be part of it, ah. you need to because we've all talked about it. It's ah. it's it's a coordinated thing. See, no one told me about it because I just bought a new jacket that I'm wearing this week because of it's cold right now. But you got like a corduroy hat or something? Uh, I don't think I have a corduroy hat, but I might have to go uh, go to Steinmart and go look for a uh, yeah. Something. Square away some time for that. I forgot corduroy season, the Giannato tradition. It is officially corduroy season. All right, uh, uh, moving on to our non AAC picks, our co picks of the weekend. Let's start with uh, Georgia at Florida. That's uh, obviously the big one. That was the one that everybody was, you know, that was the one everybody thought game day may go to if they weren't going to come here. Um, Georgia at Florida. They thought that that was potentially the going to be the uh, the vulture uh, for college game day. Uh, in in the in in this case, but um, game day come, is coming here, but it's still a big game, still something that a lot of people are going to be watching. Florida is a six and a half point underdog to Georgia. Georgia's six and a half point favorite. Who you got? Let's see. You said Georgia is a six point favorite. Six and a half. Six and a half. Georgia. I will take. Okay, so FSU. Oh, wait a minute. Georgia has won the last two games. Georgia didn't look that good against South Carolina. I'm taking Georgia. Okay. I, I I think uh, I think they will find a way to win a game like this. They'll get back with another quality win that'll uh, maybe stave off some of the people who think they're not going to make the college football playoff. Um, I'm going to take Georgia as the uh, the road win to cover. All right. Well, I'm going to go Florida just because you know just when you think they're I don't know this is just. This could be just a shot in the dark, but like I don't know. Just it seems to me that every time you think you've got them pegged, they kind of surprise you. So uh, I'm gonna try to not be surprised in this case and go with Florida. So we're split on that one, um, and we'll we'll find out what uh, what Mr. Giannato thinks at a later time. Um, okay. So and our last one, and this one's got sort of pseudo Memphis Tiger. Um, implications uh you know some some sort of related could be um Appalachian State is hosting Georgia Southern and obviously if Memphis is going to get a spot in a New Year's Six Bowl their chief competition right now outside of the AAC is App State correct that is correct App State is number 20 in the coaches poll they are number 20 in the AP poll yeah so you know, if they win the Sun Belt, right? I mean, then that's going to be – it's going to fall to who's higher – you know, which team is higher ranked. If Memphis wins the AAC and App State wins the Sun Belt, it's going to come down to those two teams that, you know, whoever – whichever one is ranked higher. Yep. Probably. Yep. And, again, if App State also uh, finishes unbeaten and they beat South Carolina in South Carolina, that's a big boost for them. So yep. this game with Georgia Southern has a lot of uh, interest. Yeah, if Appy State loses this game, then then that really opens up the 
the uh, the lane for Memphis to get to a New Year's Six Bowl. Like their their destiny will be fully in their own hands at that point. Um, and so for that reason, I thought it would be interesting to uh, to to pick this game. Georgia Southern again is at App State, Appalachian State, and Appy State, which I should know their mascot. Do you? I do not. I'm looking. Or I mean, up. their nickname. I I covered they I covered a game uh, involving those guys once before, but I can't remember. It's been a couple of years. Um, anyway, they are 15 point favorites against Georgia Southern. Do you think they will win by at least 15? The Mountaineers. Mountaineers. That's I should have Mountaineers. I should have known that. All right. So you said 15 points. Yep. 15 point favorites. I say they're going to go ahead and uh, they'll cover. Georgia Southern looks like they're four and three. Oh, um, really? They are four and three. And as an interesting thing, they faced uh, an old Memphis friend, South Alabama, beat them in double overtime on a set, on a Thursday night. Georgia Southern did. Georgia Southern beat Alabama. Um, beat South Alabama. 2017 in double OT. Now they have not played ULM yet, so we can't compare to that. Um, Appalachian State, I think they'll uh, they'll take care of business. They got they got some eyes on them this week. They're going to have uh, some national attention, I'm sure. So let's uh, I think App State covers this. Well, I'm going to go Georgia Southern just because I want to be different. Ooh, ooh, not to win. You, you don't want to stay ahead of me, do you, Jason? Not to win. I don't. I'm not picking them to win. Uh, I'm picking them to uh, to keep it closer than two scores. Um, that game is at Appalachian State. I should know too, Jason. You know that. I know. I know. I know it just it's college football, man, and it's ha- it's Halloween week. Strange things happen during during the Strange, week. Stranger things in the upside down, Jason. I know this. Yeah, it's uh, in Boone, North Carolina is gonna be is gonna be the upside down of the college football world. I'm predicting this week. Friends don't lie, but I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, just running back over this, uh, we both picked Navy, we both picked Central Florida, both picked Cincinnati. Both picked Tulsa. Both picked all three of us picked SMU. Uh, you picked Georgia. I picked Florida, and uh, you picked App State, and I picked Georgia Southern. Okay, um, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Evan's going to go get some sleep and maybe some corduroy, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, be sure to check back in later and see how we did. Um, and until next week, I was Jason. That was Evan. We'll. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your Halloween weekend and see you guys at the Liberty Bowl. Have a good fright and a good night.